this week's edition of Inspire for Five, where we aim to bring you five minutes of inspiration, five points of inspiration from the wonderful people that we get to converse with every week. Today, we're actually talking to one of our board members at Singularity U Australia, Sophia Simiu, who is the CEO of INS, which stands for In No One Shadow, which I think has a wonderful story behind it. Sophia, welcome to Inspire for Five, and I know we're going to talk about five people that have inspired you um, throughout your life, but could you just give our listeners a little bit of a backstory on INS? I know that that we call your your company INS, Career Management, but I really love the backstory. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Our pleasure. INS, well, we started the company, I started the company uh, in 2011, And I started it with two other women, and it is a human resources company by and large. And we started it because we really wanted to make a difference, and how many people say that? But our our intent for being in business is to be a formidable force for good and um, to create workforces for the future. So we, we... we judge everything by that. And for the first six months of our life, we actually didn't have a name. We just called ourselves the idea. And one of one day, one of my business partners, who I had decided should be the CEO, um, was sitting there being a real girl. She was going, no, no, I really can't be the CEO. I'm not really good enough. And Gwen, my other business partner, went, will you stop standing in other people's shadow? And we went... That's it, in no one's shadow, because that's it. None of us should ever have to stand in in anybody else's shadow. We all have something to share, and we want to help everybody shine and be the very best that they can. So now our listeners know why you are sitting on the end of a podcast mic and why we think you're so inspirational. Um, But we had a a bit of a talk earlier about five people in your life that have inspired you, and that's what you're going to share with our listeners today. So... Number one on the list. Interestingly, the number one person that I wish I had met was Danny Kay. Wow. (laughs) Yes, he's, you know, I remember from being quite a young girl and watching his movies and, um, you know, he was such um, an amazingly warm, generous man on the stage and throughout television screens. He was a comedian, a singer. Um, an actor, and all of those are brilliant. But the thing that inspired me most about Danny Kay, in fact, is the things that a lot of people don't know about him, and that was he was, um, you know, the UN's, one of the UN's first ambassadors um, and worked for children tirelessly uh, in his life. And um, the UN actually have a plaque for him. So he, you know... uh, he, he gave so much of his life, so much enjoyment, um, but really the things that we don't know about him are how, you know, he spent his life dedicated to trying to, um, trying to change the world for young people. Isn't that remarkable? Yeah. So a brilliant man on the screen and off the screen. Totally off the screen. And I wish, I, you know, if I could have met him, I would have been really honoured. It's, it's one of those things where if you could pick five people in the world that you, could, that you would have dinner with. Absolutely. Yeah. He's right on top of my list. Brilliant. Um, and number two on your list, who's that? Amelia Earhart. 
Brilliant. And um, in, if you come into my office, you'll see I have a picture of her. And she inspires me every day. And that is um, to be who you want to be, um, to stand up in the face of um, so much resistance, to do um, what it is you love and to stand up for what you believe in. Um, and, you know, people know her because she was lost and, you know, first woman, um, you know, to, to fly in so many ways. But for me, it's about how she inspired thousands, tens of thousands of women um, to, to, to stand up at a time when, um, you know, we take a lot for granted now as women. But she was one of those um, people who helped pioneer a lot of the rights that we have. And she still inspires and a lot of women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, uh, I have a few children's books and I often uh, give them out to particularly young girls um, to, to show them that you can be whatever you want to be. I, I wish our listeners could actually see the massive smiles <laughs> that are across both our faces at the moment while we're talking about these wonderful people. And number three, who's your number three? You're going to think I'm a tragic. It's Shirley Temple. Excellent. And I think growing up, uh, Sunday afternoons watching TV with mum and dad and my sister, it, it gives me so much joy when I think about those times. And, um, you know, we'd eat rubbish and, you know, just have a lot of fun. And Shirley Temple came into my life, as she did so many people's lives, and a child star and you know, so many tears and so much laughter. And that's great. And what really inspires me about Shirley Temple is she left the screen and she became a diplomat. And if you think about a woman being a diplomat in the in the era that she was, um, that's that's extraordinary. It is indeed, isn't it? Because it was quite some time before women's rights, before things like that had really come into being before we were gender wary of how many people, you know, how many male to female ratio. It was way before all that. Absolutely. And, you know, we often think of actors and actresses um, and we don't think about them as an intellect. And to be a diplomat, to run the kind of life that she did, you know, she used all her skills and, you know, her her ability to sway and, you know, I just, I'm just, you know, so whenever I go, I can't do something, I think, well, if Shirley Temple went from singing and acting to being a diplomat, I can too. And if Amelia Earhart flew aeroplanes, then this is nothing. Absolutely. Wonderful. So, yeah. Fantastic. And so if we move on to number four, who was your fourth person of inspiration? I have to say my father. Oh, that's lovely. And um, Dad... Um, is probably where I got my bleeding heart from and um, my inability to pass something by mm. if I see something wrong. My dad has a great sense of what is right and wrong in the world and a great sense around justice and people's rights. And um, I, you know, I... I think I've infused all of that. Mm. Um, and so I, I thank him because caring about others is, um, I think, is the greatest gift 
you can you can have I agree and that's our total purpose for being really isn't it to impact a billion lives to to make a difference in the world and that's that's what attracts me to singularity it's we talk about technology and we um, think about it about all the things that it can give us and when you start to say how can we leverage technology to do good to 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 make people's lives better um, then you take away that fear around, oh, my God, the robots are coming and then we're going to lose our jobs. Yes. You know, it, you talk about all the wonderful things that technology has done for us, and we can as long as we drive technology yes. and we run the agenda. So that's why singularity is so important. That's fantastic. Thank you for thank you for saying that because that's why we are all involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you to your father because the passion that just came through. Uh, and I know, and like it's no surprise that you are the CEO of In No One's Shadow. Uh, and number five, who's person number five? <sighs> so there's a few, but I have to go for a book. Excellent. (laughs) We haven't actually had any book reviews yet, so this will be wonderful. So this one I've read many, many times, and it's a terrible book, really. It's called The Dice Man, Mm -hmm. and it's by a guy called George George Cockcroft. I'm not sure if that was his real name. Um, And he was a psychologist. I think he wrote the book based on his own experiences. And literally, it's a book um, around subversion. He... He runs his life by running a dice, by throwing a dice. And he'll pick two options. You know, I'm going to kill somebody or I'm going to go and buy a box of chocolates or something. And whatever the dice says, he did. So he went in the book from a very successful psychiatrist to, um, you know, a murderer to his life fell apart to it was extraordinary but it just says to me that life is a whim mm. and that it is our choice about the roads that we take yeah. and we can we can blame anything we want we can blame the dice we can do whatever but it is always our choice and it's our choice as to who we give our our responsibility over to and it's our choice whether we live by rolling a dice or whether we live by intent to have impact. Completely, you know. And uh, so I, I, sometimes, you know, when you're down and you think, oh, you know, I didn't have a choice about that, I kind of go, yeah, you did. Mm. And at least we have a choice on how we react yep. to what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, um, I used to have a terrible temper. And I can't imagine you with a temper. <laughs> oh, my gosh, a shocking, shocking, shocking temper. And um, and literally it's um, it was about choice, um, about um, allowing the well of emotion that I had in me to explode so it impacted others. And um, it was a terrible thing. Well, I would call you our sixth point of inspiration today even though we are inspire for five thank you so much for joining us Sophia and we look forward to to many years of collaborating with you so thank you for being uh, a sensational active board member and thank you so much for sharing your story just now thank you